All right, all right, all right. Welcome back, as always, to the May I Have a Word podcast. As always, I'm your host, Gustavo Montes. How are you? What's going on, everybody? It's been too damn long. It's been actually five months since we last got together, and that is 100% my fault. Why would I blame you? I'm not sitting there and saying, hey, you, yeah, you, sitting in San Francisco, it's your fault. Hey, you, sitting in Pacific Palisades, it's your fault. Hey, you, sitting in Mesa, Arizona, it's your fault. It's not your fault. It is my fault, all right? I'm not going to blame my peeps in Germany, all right? Sprechen Sie Deutsch? Not, I'm, I'm not blaming them. I'm not blaming my peeps down in Australia. Hello, Aussies. I'm not, I'm not blaming anybody. It's all me. It's all my fault. And yes, I am very sorry about all that. Um, a little thing called life happened. All good. All good. You know, I didn't get arrested. I didn't catch an STD. I didn't, you know, get a paternity test or nothing like that. Uh, life just happened. Life happened and... Uh, you know, um, unfortunately, it's kind of like carrying on the same damn title of the first episode. It was, uh, you know, a little turbulence upon takeoff. And here we are. We're still living and we're still thriving in it. So I'm just trying to, you know, to, you know, make sure that this year still continues to be a great one. And, uh, yeah, we're saying that. Anyways, how are you? What's going on, man? Huh? Anyways, hey, hold on. Oh, there we go. There we go. Those are the Irish crickets that we all know and love. Hang on. Mm. Oh, man, let me tell you. When it hits your lips, it's just so good. What's going on, everybody? How the hell are you? It's been a minute. It's been... Yeah, it's been five months. January 10th was the last time we got together and we hung out. Uh, and now it is May 15th, I think it's May 15th, uh, or May 16th. I don't know. The days are starting to blur. Um, but yeah, what has happened in my life since January 10th? Let's see. Uh, I took a shower with sand and honey. Uh, I got robbed per se. Um, not my, not like not my house. Uh, my work, my place of employment. Um, let's see. Uh, um, I gave up sugar for more than 40 days. That was an experience. Um, you know, uh, let's see. Went on a few dates. Did that. Um, you know. Had some mattress mambo, had that. Um, let's see what else. Uh, yeah, you know, I think that's it. I think that's it. All right, everybody. Good night. Thank you. Take care. No, I'm kidding. Um, yeah, it, it, it's, been, it's been fun, been crazy. Uh, let's see. Let's start off with the big one right off the bat. February, February 9th. Uh, the Super Bowl was in town. Wonderful, great Super Bowl. Uh, congratulations to your Los Angeles Rams for winning the Super Bowl in grand fashion at home. Who wins the Super Bowl at home? I mean, that's iconic right there. Fuck you, Tom Brady. I'm not talking about what you winning it there. The only reason why you won the Super Bowl at home was because of COVID. 
Other than that, you wouldn't have won it at home. Uh, but to win the Super Bowl at home the way the Rams did, come on now. That is iconic stuff right there. So anyways, um, the, uh, the Dan Patrick Show. My boys with the Dan Patrick Show, uh, they were in town. I lost a bet where I had to shower. I had to take a shower with sand and honey. And um, so uh, I did not know. I did not know if the bet was going to go down, actually. Uh, the boys had been in town for a few days. So I was like, I hadn't been contacted by them or whatever. So I reached out to them. It was a Wednesday. I reached out to them. I gave them a call. And um, and they were like, yeah, 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 man. Let's do it. Let's go to Big Dean's in Santa Monica. Um, Big Dean's is a it's a great, great bar. I've been there plenty of times before this time. Been there before. We went to Big Dean's. Uh, it's close to the pier. So we did, um, you know, we did the, uh, uh, well, they, they called and told me that they were going to be gathering there and whatever. So if you wanted to do it, you know, let's do it there. So what do I do? I go and I get myself some honey and I filled a bucket of honey, this little pail. I filled a pail of honey and, um, went down to the beach I met up with Dan Patrick, the iconic, the living legend, Mr. Dan Patrick, and um, all of the crew there. Uh, they had, uh, what's funny is, is that they usually say that they'll only have like one camera for when they do outdoor things or when they do certain like outdoor uh, things. But they had, uh, I think, four or five cameras for this one. One of the producers like went out of their way to be like, yeah, you should feel, you know, privileged about this and whatever. And I'm like, oh, Jesus, excuse me. I was like, yeah, I'm so great that you guys have so much coverage of me about to shower with honey and sand. And um, so, oh, my God, it was a it was such such a stupid thing to do. Um, Don't ever make bet. This is why I don't make bets on my teams. This is why I don't do it. Because I've lost, I've lost every bet that I've ever made on my team. Like, I'm not kidding you. I've made two bets in my life. One was a bet for the USC football team back in 2006. We hadn't lost in three years, had not lost in three years. And I made a bet that they would beat the University of Texas in the Rose Bowl. That would have been their third consecutive national title. And... Uh, I made a penny bet with a kid that day at school and, uh, USC lost that night. And I know it's not because I made the penny bet, but it was just one of those things where it stuck with you. It stuck with me. And I'm just like, I'm like, Oh my God. Like, why did I do that? I'm literally a dumbass for doing that. Uh, but Hey, I, you know, that was that the next time I made a bet was, May of 2001, when I said that, hey, you know what? My Lakers will do it. Who wants a piece of this? The Lakers are going to beat the Suns. And, well, you know, lo and behold, fuckers lost. <sighs> Taking a little sip. Got to do it. It's the good stuff, man. It's the good stuff. Um, so, <laughs> so I go down to Santa Monica Beach. Go and do it. And, um, I did, I went out and bought myself a shower cap or like, not like a shower cap, uh, a swimmer's cap. Uh, cause I did not know what that was going to do to my hair. I did not know what, what hand, what, what hand and honey. Wow. Dude, the dyslexia is strong with me tonight. 
the sand and honey. I did not know what the sand and honey was going to do, especially the honey was going to do if I just dumped it all in my hair. Um, so I went out, I got myself a swimmer's cap, I bought it and I had some goggles here at my house. I went and bought the, the cap, the goggles and, uh, I went out again, man, I did it. I went there and I had a change of clothing and everything. I took my shampoos, my body wash and everything. Cause I knew, I knew that I was going to, um, have to change. I knew I was going to have to change at some point. Uh, Cause, um, because they had told me they like, cause they bought out like the back area of big Dean's in Santa Monica, the damn, the, the Dan Patrick show did. So they were like, yo, man, you're going to hang out with us after and have some beers. Right. And I'm like, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, dude, I, I fucking earned them. So I'm going to have them. So, um, I go off and I do this. Oh my God, dude. I pour the, well, Dan did Mr. Patrick. He poured the honey on me. And I learned very quickly that I'm pouring the, like the honey's being poured on me and it's all on video, by the way, it's on video. If you guys have, um, uh, for those of you that have Instagram, go to the Dan Patrick show, Instagram that like, that's all it is. The, the Dan Patrick show, go to the Dan Patrick show, Instagram, and it will be there. It, it like, it's on there. Um, I think it's up to like 30,000 views now or something like that. Um, and yeah, you go view it <laughs> from beginning to end. Enjoy it. Um, and it was, uh, it was just insane. But I'm sitting there and Mr. Patrick is pouring the honey on me, right? He's pouring the honey on me. And I never said it. Because I didn't want to like ruin the flow of what was happening. But the honey comes over the front of my face. And I made the mistake of inhaling through my nostrils, up my nose. Like I breathed up into my nose. And, excuse me. And the honey went straight up into my nose. Straight up into my nose. The honey just went straight up there. I legitimately, I'm not kidding you. I legit couldn't breathe out of my nose. If I wasn't able to breathe out of my mouth, I would have had some trouble. But I immediately, I, I didn't make a movement or whatever, but I was not able to breathe out of my nose anymore. So I immediately started breathing out of my mouth. And, um, and as I'm breathing out of my mouth, my mouth is open and the honey found its way into my mouth. And you can hear in the video someone's like, uh, oh my God, are you eating that? And you know, they're like, there's like another one that goes, how's that honey tasting? And it was, people thought that I was just eating it to be fun. No, I, I didn't want to eat it. My mouth was open because I couldn't breathe out of my nose because it, there was honey all up in my nose. So it was, it was kind of like a freaky little moment to where I'm like, like I'm breathing just in and out of my mouth and people were thinking that, Oh, you know, tubby here just wants to eat the honey. All right, take it easy. Winnie the Pooh. Hmm. But that wasn't the case. It was for the fact that I was just trying to breathe. But so, um, 
So then we do it, and then they poured the sand on me, and it was just, oh my God, it was just a nightmare. It was such a nightmare of, of, of all that, all of that. So, um, have an incredible night. I get, I, get, I, I get a little drunk. I did get drunk. I did get drunk. Dude, they give you like 32-ounce beers over there at Big Dean's, man. You know, people don't play around at Big Dean's, all right? 32-ounce cold ones. So uh, everyone's leaving. We're all leaving. And uh, my guy Mario, Mario, um, tells me, he goes, yo, man, you got to call in tomorrow, man. Let's do the recap. You call into the show tomorrow. We'll do the recap. You know, we'll have some fun on the show. I'm like, all right, cool. I get home. My ass is really buzzed. Right. Um, I had about five beers that were 32 ounces. Um, So you do the math. That's too much math for me right now. So I go, I do that. And um, I get home and I'm like, uh, you know, should I wash my shorts that I did the bet in, which have the honey and the sand on it. But I washed myself off down at the beach. I washed myself off down at the beach, so I thought that everything was good. I thought it was all copacetic. Hey, man, no worries. Um, I changed into something else. I changed into like some pants and you know, like a USC sweater jacket. So I thought I was good. I thought it was all right, and the and like my shorts were in a bag off to the side, so I was I, like I was good. Um. <laughs> So I'm like, all right, I'm going to have my, I'm going to hang my shorts in the shower. I'm going to leave them there. I'm going to leave my stuff in the shower. You know, I'll just take care of it in the morning. So the next morning I get up and uh, the show starts at 6 a.m. Show starts at 6 a.m. So I am getting up and I'm going to do the, uh, I'm going to do the uh, phone call, whatever, but I get up and I'm, I'm borderline hungover. I like, I really am. I'm not even going to front. So I'm borderline hungover and I get up and I'm going to go pee. So I get up, I'm standing there in my bathroom, I'm standing there peeing. And I kind of like, look like, kind of like, you know, like my eyes are all foggy and I'm like, I'm like, and I'm looking into my shower. And the shorts that I wore, they were these red and blue shorts with little yellow rubber duckies on them. Yeah, that's how I roll, all right? The rubber duckies. You got something to say about my rubber duckies, you come say it to my face. So, I'm there and I'm peeing. And it's like my, like the, the, like the lights in my bathroom are off. And so, um, I'm, I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm like, what the hell? Uh, are my shorts black? Why are my shorts black? They're blue, red with yellow duckies. What the hell? And I'm sitting there and I'm like, what is that? So I reach back and I hit the switch on, my, on the lights in my bathroom. And it was like a horror film. My shorts are infested with ants. And there's like thousands of ants. And I just... <laughs> I'm just standing there. I'm like, oh my God. And I just, dude, I literally sobered the hell up, sobered right up. I ran into my shower and I slapped the shorts because they were hanging. They were hanging there on a hanger, uh, like uh, like up against the wall. 
And I literally just slapped the shorts down and, and it was like a jailbreak of ants. The second the shorts hit the floor of the, of the tub, it was like jailbreak. And I just like, it's one of those things where it's like, I like, I immediately turn on the shower and it's like boiling hot water and, and I'm doing everything I can. And it's like, I start looking around and I immediately start to feel that I myself am like just covered in ants, which I wasn't. There weren't ants anywhere. I do not know how this happened. I just look to the heavens and say, thank you. But I do not know how the, um, the shower was the only place in my bathroom that had the ants. There was no ants on my countertops. There was no ants on the floor anywhere uh, near the toilet. Near Anyway, there was no ants anywhere in my bathroom except for the shower. So I literally, it's like I just start just cleaning everything. Just, I mean, just, just washing everything down in my entire bathroom. And I'm just like, oh my God, dude, like what? It was a nightmare and like about an hour goes by because I literally scrub cleaned everything in my bathroom. I scrubbed it all down. And so, um, yeah, I scrub it all down and I just was like, well, I'm not going on the show today because I was exhausted. I was just done. And I'm like, yeah, no, that was a nightmare of epic proportions. So I'm not going to do it. I'm not doing it. So, uh, um, so yeah, so I, uh, so I did that and, uh, I called them the next day. I called them the next day in the early morning and I was talking to them and I left them in horror as I was talking to them about the, about the, um, about the story with the ants and they were just, <laughs> just the facial reactions that they all had. Cause, because don't know if you guys know this about Mr. Dan Patrick, but he does his show on television as well as on radio. So it's like, you know, every time that I tune in, I'm watching them live on TV and just seeing their faces was hysterical when I told him about the ants. Oh, it was great. Um, which I'm sure you guys have some faces right now describing that you know there's ants everywhere which now you probably feel that you have ants crawling on you right now congratulations you now know what it's like to be on crack so mm-hmm. oh my god it's so good so anyways um i i endured that thing um which by the way by the way i um I thought I'd been hitting the gym pretty solid up until that point. And then when I saw the video, I was like, good God, am I fat? The camera does add more than 10 pounds. I don't want to hear that 10 pound bullshit. It looked like it added about 45 pounds to me. It was bad. Not flattering at all. Um, So, yeah, it was that. And then, um, (laughs) so, um did that, did the Super Bowl, and I kind of like, hey man, I, I, I paid up a solid bet there and everything, I earned the respect from a lot of guys there on the show and all that, it was a great time, good time, um, and, 
Uh, I've still kept in touch with all the guys in the show. You know, I still call in every now and then, and we have some good times. We had some good laughs when I'm on there, and it's great. Uh, got to meet one of my guys, Marvin. He's one of the guys on the show. He came out a few weeks ago. Got to chop it up with him, his great wife. His, his son is hysterical. This guy is a future stand-up comic. Um, little kid, I think he's like seven years old, like seven or eight years old. He's already got one-liners. He's a, he's a real great kid. So everybody from the Dan Patrick show from top to bottom, I love them. Uh, and, uh, I hope to be able to see them in September. I'm going to be going down. I'm taking another trip to New York, Philly, Jersey, uh, in September. And, uh, I'm going to be aiming for going up to, uh, Connecticut to go see them because, the show is based out of Connecticut, so uh, I'm hoping, fingers crossed, I can go take a quick trip up there to go see the guys uh, up there, and uh, yeah, so uh, that was that, uh, that was February, <sighs> then, so my ass, uh, um, well, actually, no, let me, let me go back a few weeks, um, at the end of January, beginning of February, uh, my beautiful city of Los Angeles. Yes, I do still claim this as my beautiful city, even though it's got its flaws, it's got its problems. But, you know, hey, no city out there is perfect. Um, so uh, I had to deal with a little bit of the quote unquote uh robberies that were going on in Los Angeles and uh, my store, unfortunately, one of my stores that I'm director of security of uh, got robbed while I was in the store. It wasn't a takedown or anything. It was actually kind of like a, uh, they did it very quiet, very subtle. Um, and, uh, but at the end of the day, reason why I make, you know, the salary I do, why I do what I do is because I'm damn good at my job, people. These people walked out of the store with almost $30,000 worth of merchandise. And guess how much merchandise we got within three hours of it walking out? Well, it took that long because the police had it. We got it all back, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, I'm going to sound like an arrogant idiot because that's exactly what I did. I did my job. I did my job and I got every single item that was taken from that store. We got it back in prime, prime condition. And it was on the shelves for reselling by the end of business day. So I earned a kudos for that one. So, yep. I wish there were there like there are certain stores out there that they give their security teams like, um, like commission per se on anything that is returned or anything that is prevented from being stolen. They give them like a little cut. I know for a fact that my store would have been pissed if they did that because I kept almost 30 G's from uh, being taken. So they would have been upset after the check. They would have had a cut for me on that. But uh, yeah, you know, I mean, people were like asking me, oh, my God, were you scared? I was like, nah, hell no, I wasn't scared. I was all like, you know, hey, man, I did my job. I did what I was supposed to do. Did my job, and um, I do my job to the best of my ability. And um, that's not me being arrogant. It's me being honest. 
every time I do my job, it doesn't matter if it's a dead ass day or whatever it is, you know, um, like what I used to say back in the bodyguard days is that a boring day at the office is a great day at the office. And that is the prime example of, you know, doing the job is that, is that you need to make sure that you're on top of it no matter what, no matter if it's a boring day, no matter if it's a rainy day, a sunny day, whatever, you know, it's always, you're always on, you're always going to have to be doing the best job that you can do because there are going to be moments that when they test you, you better be ready. And that day I was tested and it's safe to say that I passed with flying colors. So, yep, that was, that was a fun day. That was January 26th, 2022. Mm-hmm. And then just a few days later, about a, about a week later, I went and showered with honey and sand down by Big Dean's. And then I went and I did something very, very, very insane uh, for Lent. Lent season came up because uh, I am a born Catholic. Am I a practicing one? No, not at the moment. But um, I still like to read my scriptures in the morning, uh, in the afternoon, and at night. Um, I still do believe, you know, in heaven and hell and I believe in that stuff. You know, that's me, though. Um, do I go to church every day, every Sunday? No, I don't. Not at all. But, you know, hey, that's my beliefs, okay? Um, and so uh, it was Lent season, and I decided to give up sugar. Something wild came across me, and I gave up sugar. Like... I mean, like, I don't eat bad per se, you know, I mean, I enjoy, you know, my carbs here and there, like anybody else does, but um, when I gave up sugar, I gave up just raw everything sugar, like I'm talking fruits, I'm talking like natural sugars, no, nothing, there was nothing, if it had sugar with one gram next to it, it was off limits. Didn't matter what it was. Um, and it was crazy. I was lucky that, they had, like, that the, the pre-workout and the energy drinks that I drink, they were zero sugar. I was lucky enough that they were like that because um, unfortunately, if I go some time without having you know, some sort of like a stimulant, some sort of caffeine... Um, I get a pretty gnarly little headache. Uh, and unfortunately, yeah, you know, <laughs> uh, yes, I am an addict. If, 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 if that what means, if that's what it means, it means I'm an addict. So wonderful. Yes. Great. Um, but it was incredibly difficult, um, like, I guess like the first few weeks it was easy because I was kind of sticking to like the same foods per se. But after a few weeks, it got real, real, um, 
difficult because I was like pretty much like, nope, this is all I'm going to be able to eat. Like there was kind of some times where I would switch it up a bit um, by um, by not uh, like, for example, I would have two Beyond Burgers. Okay, they're just naked Beyond Burgers. There's nothing on them or whatever. But after a few weeks, I was like, oh, let me put like some like, you know, uh, let me smear like a layer of uh, hummus on the Beyond Burgers. Like, you know, to just any normal person, it's like, okay, what does that do? To me, it was like, ooh, wow, I get to do this. I get to have hummus on top of my Beyond Burger. Amazing. It's like to a lot of people, it's like, uh, that sounds gross. But, you know, it's like when you do a diet like this, you're not doing it per se so you can have the most tasty foods around. It's, you know, yo, dude, I need something in my system. This is what I need to do. And um, because I also do the intermittent fasting on on. like almost every day. So it's like, I will have my dinner and everything by like 8.30 at night. I won't eat anything until two o'clock the next day, which is pretty insane. Now, excuse me. Now I kind of cheat by, by doing that. Now, how can you cheat is that I go to the gym every morning. Not every morning, but I go to the gym, you know, five, six days out of the week. So what I do is, is um, I go to the gym in the mornings on the way there. I have my pre-workout and then after when I'm done, I have a protein shake. I have a protein shake. So yeah, I have a protein shake and I do that. So that kind of holds me down, holds me over until two o'clock. And plus, you know, I mean, I drink water when I'm at the gym uh, and water can be very filling for you. So that's what I do uh, with that. And it was very weird because I don't know why, but my body didn't take to it the way that I thought it was going to take to it. I was for certain 100% that it was going to drastically change the way that I looked. And it didn't. So, you know, Easter comes and goes and I'm like, there was no point for me to do this. I was really, really upset, man. I was just, oh man, I was an ornery motherfucker. I was just, every little thing was pissing me off because I didn't lose one pound. Did not lose one pound. And everybody was like, well, you know, it's like, are you seeing it in your clothes? No, I'm not. Well, how about this? No, not happening. So what was funny was, is that I had maintained, I've kept a clean diet for about the majority of the year of this year. Okay. Um, so January, all the way through the beginning of, or through, through, through April, um, through Easter, I've kept a clean diet, massively clean diet. So I was like really, really upset. 
like just angry at everything. And so I didn't know what to do. So I kind of reached a phase of fuck it because um, I was at work the week after Thanksgiving, or the week after Thanksgiving, the week after Easter. And uh, a coworker of mine ordered Mulberry Pizza or like Mulberry Street Pizza. Mulberry Street Pizza, it's this pizza joint right around the corner from where I work. Um, it's a great pizza joint. Um, I, I had actually never had them until that day. And she was like, Hey, you got to have a slice of mulberry. She goes, you've never had it. Just have it. And I'm like, I don't, you know, I I'll have one slice. Like I'm trying to eat good or whatever. I ate one slice and this one slice of pizza was amazing. It was so fucking good. So I ended up eating three more slices. Not ashamed to admit that. Um, I had three more slices. And that day, my body felt so different. So amazingly different. And... Um, the next two days, my body just transformed immensely. Just, it just transformed incredibly. Um, I lost like four pounds in like two days. And I was like, what the hell is going on? And it, and it was like, Hey, stupid. You've been eating clean this whole time. Did you forget to have a cheat day? Did you? Because it seems like you forgot how to have a cheat day. And so I did. I went off and those, those slices of pizza were the catalyst. They were the starting point of it all. And I was very, very, very um, happy. I was left kind of like, all right, dude. All right, man. You you like you know what's going on, so. Oh, excuse me, I'm still drinking the good stuff. So, uh, in the next few weeks, you know, I was able to start actually running again. Man, running has been very difficult for me, um, and of course, you all know why because of the lungs, because of the COVID, but. I'm actually running now. I'm actually able to run like minimum one mile now in, in, in good form, in good shape at the gym. I'm able to do that now. And it's amazing. It's awesome. So um, it's, it's been really, really, really fun awesome to be able to go to the gym and it's like I'm seeing the body I'm seeing everything you know transform the way that it is and I'm just like damn dude my dumb ass should have been having you know slices of pizza back in February back in March you know I I probably would be a little bit closer to my goals fit like physically um instead of being where I am now but fact of the matter is is that we're on our way right is that I'm almost there uh with it um everything and it was kind of cool because uh at the beginning of may um i did 
uh, my annual uh, charity work um, uh, with a foundation that is near and dear to me. It's always been great. And um, what's funny is, is so I've been doing uh, like core work. I've been doing a lot of core work of late. And <laughs> so at this charity function, there was a boxing just legend there. He's an icon. He's on the Mount Rushmore of boxers, at least in his weight class. And that would be the one and only Sugar Ray Leonard. And so I'd mentioned to the head of the foundation that, oh, my God, Sugar Ray Leonard, you know, you know, he's there. And so um, and so uh, she actually, you know, stops him and tells him that, yo, this guy, his name is Gustavo. He's he's a big boxing fan. He's been boxing for years. And and um, and he uh, and uh, he's been a big fan of yours. And can we get a photo? And so he's like, yeah, absolutely. So we get a photo. I'm going to just give a little side note here. Sugar Ray Leonard is 65 years old. 65 years old. I'm 33. Okay? Do the math. That's how old he is compared to me. So uh, we get the photo. And my amazing friend Linda, uh, the head of the foundation, is like, yeah, he's been boxing his whole life and everything. And, you know, thank you so much. And he goes, wait. You box? And he points right to me. He goes, you, you box? And I'm like, uh, yes, sir, I do. Or, I mean, I, I have been. And he goes, he gets out of the golf cart and he goes to Linda. He goes, Linda, pull out your phone and hit record. You're going to want to see this. He goes, come here. And <laughs> this video is on my Instagram for those of you that care to watch it. Um, he walks right up to me. He goes, come on, put your hands up. And I put my hands up like as if he's going to hit my hands. So like my hands are like open and he goes, no, 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 no. He goes, I want you to put your hands up. And I'm like, like fist, like close them. And he takes like a swing at me and like, like it looked like he was going to like swing for my, for like, for like my midsection, my core. And so like, I kind of like dodge it and, and, and he goes, no, 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 stand firm, stand firm. And I'm like, all right. And he just literally just unloads. He gives me one tap with his like with his right hand. He gives me a tap right in my stomach. And that was like a warning shot. And I flexed. I immediately flexed my core as hard as I could. And he just starts literally just going to town. And he literally unloads all of his arsenal on my stomach, on my core. Thank God that I have been doing sit-ups like a madman because it was literally, he did not take it easy. Like I didn't feel it per se. Cause I was getting, you know, Oh my God. It's like, yo, I'm, I'm getting hit by sugar Ray Leonard right now. And what's funny is, is that I was showing that to some of the people at work and, um, 
a lot of the people that I work with are in the fashion industry. They're in the fashion world. And when I say the fashion world, I'm talking like the uppity fashion, you know, like, oh my God, I cannot believe you're wearing satin past September. You know, it's like, I work with people like that, you know, where it's like, you know, oh my God, you're wearing black in April. Like you don't do that, you know, like shit like that. You know what I mean? But anyways, so it's like I'm showing these people this video and I'm like, you know, I'm loving it, right? And they're like, why would you let them hit you? And I'm sitting there and I'm like, all right, you guys are obviously like horrified at what you're seeing. Um, let me give you this example. I was like, imagine if, if, um, if Annie Leibovitz walked up to you and told you, I want to put you on the cover of a magazine, but I'm going to slap you in the face with a hand in blue paint, but I'm going to slap you as hard as I can. And I'm going to put you on the cover of a magazine with your face slapped. And everybody that I said that to was like, oh my God, I would die to have that done to me. Oh my God, would it be an honor to have that? And I'm like, yeah, that's exactly right. Because if anybody slaps me, I'm putting hands on them. I don't care if it's Annie Leibovitz or whoever it is. Anybody slaps me in the face, it's the last thing that that hand will be doing. So, uh, like, they were like, oh, my God, I never thought of it that way. I'm like, yeah, exactly. What you think is an honor, someone may else think it's the height of stupidity. So, there you go. There's some clarity to that one. Um, but... You know, I, I just was, um, I just was very (laughs) honored per se. I was honored per se, or like not per se, I was honored to have gotten hit. You know, I was honored to have been punched by Sugar Ray Leonard. Um, and, uh, and so, uh, yeah. Thank God for sit-ups, because without them, I don't think I would have been able to survive two of those fucking punches. Uh, but yeah, it was cool. It was awesome. It was fun. It was an, another amazing experience, another great turnout for it. Um, every time I'm there, it's always an amazing memory. It's always a great time. Lots of great people that I'm always able to surround myself with, top to bottom, from you know, from the staff there at the uh, from the staff at the at the country club to the amazing um, people of the foundation, you know they're all great. The swag suite people, swag suite. Shout out Twisted Silver. I mean, just the amazing people that do it all there um, from top to bottom with the swags and everything like that. Uh, and then, you know, of course, you know, the main people that do it, you know, the, like the people that come out and golf and put the money behind it and all that, you know, shout out to them. Uh, but it's always been an incredible, incredible um, experience. And I've been doing this for about seven years now. I, it may be the last year that I'm doing it. Uh, there are some other things on the horizon that may prevent me from doing it again next year. Um, I would love to come back as a participant. I would love to come back as just a person having a good time. 
but if not, and if they, and if I'm in the position to help out again next year and uh, put some work in, then hey, I'll do it again. I'll, like I'll do it again because uh, everybody that that comes out and everyone that um, helps out and you know just brings out a great time. Uh, everybody, Linda, uh, Gabby, George. Um, I mean, there's a million people, Cassidy, everybody there that comes out and puts the biggest smile on their face and just is there for a good time. Hey, that's why I do it. So I can't wait for the next year, which if I'm labeled, if, if I'm able to be in, to be in the position, you know, to, um, to, you know, play or to at least like, you know, like have a good time. Ooh, boy, let me tell you, we're going to be having some fun. So, yeah. So, um, that's pretty much it for now. I don't think I missed anything. Um, I mean, I probably did. There's a hundred percent chance that I did. Um, but we're going to be getting together very soon, very soon we're going to be getting together because in one month, I'm going to be adding another chapter to the book. In one month, it's that time of year again, the greatest international holiday that there is. That is right, ladies and gentlemen, we are one month away from June 19th. That's right. And this year lands on Father's Day. Ironic that's it, that I have no tie to that day whatsoever. I mean, I ain't got no father. Uh, I ain't got no kids, but I am a daddy. Thank you very much. Good night, Brentwood. <laughs> I have to say that joke. Come on now. <laughs> but no, nobody calls me daddy. I swear to God, nobody calls me daddy. Um. Come to think of it, I don't think I've ever been called daddy. And I haven't requested either. Haven't requested either. (laughs) Oh my God, TMI, TMI, but oh well. Hey man, when you listen to this podcast, you're strapping yourselves in for one wild ride every time. So, uh, yeah, but we will be in contact between now and then, and then I'll give you the recap of my birthday because it's going to be a fun one. It's going to be a fun one. I'm not telling you guys what I'm doing yet, but it's going to be a very fun one. And we are going to have ourselves one hell of a time, one hell of an experience. And uh, I can't wait to disclose more information coming up, but I do got some big news coming up. Um, It'll be before between now and my birthday. So uh, about one month's time, one month's time. And, uh, It's like getting ready for a space shuttle launch, baby. Ooh, so exciting. So, um, yeah, I like, I can't wait to share more with you guys, but it's going to be fun. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be awesome. So, um, yeah. So as always, as always, I love you. This has been the May I Have a Word podcast. As always, it is available on every major podcast platform, Apple, Spotify, uh, Pandora, anywhere you can find a podcast, you will find this velvety voice. And um, yeah, 
I love y'all. As always, this is the Man Have a Word podcast. As always, I'm your host, Gustavo Montes. I love y'all. Stay safe. Wash your hands. And I'll talk to you guys very, very soon. See ya.